Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about nine minutes because hackers never sleep. Dylan, I'm glad to have you on today. Tell us who you are and what do you do? Uh, my name is Dylan Evans, and I try to make security easier for regular people. Uh, in security, we have a problem with being technical and being complicated and a lot of acronyms and a lot of SQL injections and a lot of very complicated jibber jabber that your average uh, non-technical person doesn't understand. I have found a passion in making all that jibber jabber understandable for them. I'm going off script just because we've talked a bunch in the past. You're a lot more focused on the process, especially as it pertains to the human side of the things. Uh, tell me about that, explain that to me. Yeah. So if you think about our true goal, our true goal is not adherence with a framework. It's not a big list of technical tools. You got your IPS and your IDS and your SIM and your SOAR and all these things. No, what we're mostly after is two things, reducing the frequency and impact of being stolen from. People are usually after money, or things they can turn into money. And when you think about it from that lens, boil our mission down to that key focus, you start getting creative with what are some other things we can do towards that goal that are maybe cheaper than buying some tech, some tooling. Uh, and one of the key areas here is process engineering. What are the key processes that are most at risk for threats of that sort. Maybe it's accounts payable, maybe it's accounts receivable, maybe it's transferring scary, scary secrets with your customers or your vendors. Uh, and how do you do that in a tight way? How do all the people in your company do that in a tight way? Uh, and, and how do you work with the people that are gonna be doing that, meeting them where they are to make their everyday a lot more secure. So why do you love being in the security space? I, <clears throat> this is my third career and I think it's a fun mix of adding value. I'm not sitting up in an ivory tower. I've had my fill of ivory tower and I really like providing everyday value to the people that I help. Um, it's also sufficiently complicated. It gives me a fun uh, challenge to uh, intellectually, and there's always something new to learn. It's a cat and mouse game. At the same time, there's a tremendous value in making things simple uh, and making things easier for your customer. That's, that's great. That's part of the reason I love this industry so much. I also am curious, whenever I talk to our guests, cybersecurity is a top concern. And there's the air quotes because it's, it's what everybody's blasting at in the media. But what does that mean to you? What does cybersecurity oh. as a top concern mean to Dylan? It, it is a deep, deep lie. I will, I will front that right up. Uh, security is not a top priority. Top priorities for business are making more money than they bring in. You can lose a lot of money either through direct theft, fraud, something like that, 
or through all your customers leave because uh, you you were not careful with their secrets. And, and though security can lead to bad business outcomes, but at its core, the health of a business is not security. Security is a part, uh, albeit maybe an important part, uh, but it's not more important than just health of the business. So would you, would you agree that <clears throat> security needs to be in line with the business goals? For sure. Yeah. And more importantly than the business goals, the business culture. If you're serving a team of 65-year-old average accounts payable clerks and they're handling high-value transactions because you're reselling, I don't know, concrete on a 2% margin and they're cutting checks for 8 million every other day. Like you got to meet them where they are. They're going to have a hard time with um, some dongle you give them uh, that they put their fingerprint on and auto logs them into stuff. No, you think about where they're at and how to help them the most, them specifically, not, not even accounts payable as a theoretical function. No, I'm talking about Bridget and I'm talking about Andy and I'm talking about like whoever else is there. No, that's, that's great. And I always love talking to people who talk about business culture, not security culture, because it's important. It's important to understand that the business is the priority. Mm -hmm. I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, pick a fight on that content too. I heard a fantastic speaker about four years ago that said there is tremendous marketing damage that we're doing to ourselves, not only in security, but also IT by referring to our internal customers as the business. No, you are part of the business. If you, you're just like legal or finance or HR or IT or facilities, like you are a part of the business, you're a valuable part of the business, and you're setting yourself up for a cultural othering, which leads to like, honestly, in a cost center, that leads to uh, cost cutting on your department, if you refer to yourself as outside of the business. So I hear it, I, hear it, I, I fight it every chance I get, but um, I don't know, what do you think of that, Rick? The way you explained it makes more sense. <clears throat> Your, I work for a company that, that my marketing team considers sales their customer. And ah. it doesn't work well because we're not their customer. We're all the business and we're all trying to get to the same end goal. And sure. I feel like instead of being in a, in a three-legged sack race, right? They're, they're throwing rocks at us as we're running. So, so yeah. I absolutely agree with your statement. It's very yeah. intriguing. And it doesn't matter if it's, it's security-based or not, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, I, I think that's, uh, that's very, very interesting. I'm going to flip it back to you. Sure. You've given us a bunch of insights, <laughs> but what do you want to share? What, what insights do you want to share with our community so, so they know the mind of Dylan, the mind of Simple Salt, what's going on out there? Sure. So Simple Salt is very focused. It, it attempts to deliver high value, low cost security benefit practice changes, mostly, mostly process changes for small and medium businesses because they're not served well by very many. Mostly they've got their MSP, um, but their MSP isn't going to tell Bridget and Andy how to do 
accounts payable better, they're going to say, change your password to a higher complexity thing or, or whatever the framework of the week tells you. Um, and no, no grief to MSPs. Um, that's most of the security industry. So yeah, you're reading the right stuff. I would say, so uh, for those businesses, there's a lot of value I can provide. What I feel most passionate about and that I think is most broadly applicable to your audience is kind of an extension of what we've already spoken about, that security needs to stop thinking of itself like a cop and start thinking of themselves as lawyers or accountants. How do you best help your internal customers protect themselves from threats while honoring what's most important to them? If you're in a hospital, get inside the mind of your doctors. They don't have time to, I don't know, do whatever uh, password, complicated silliness. They're just on to the next patient. How do you... Uh, how do you help them? How do you make uh, higher security practices easier? How do you lower the barrier to those uh, for, for, for the people you support? Wonderful. Fun question for you. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Uh, awk. It's not like hardware, but um, I grew up as uh, fiddling around with, with Linux and and I was a sysadmin for a while, and awk is just wonderfully silly. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss some people off. I know, but but like I love awk because like some people said, oh awk and said let's run with this, and they created Perl, and and it takes a lot. Like the learning curve for for Perl is high, but the learning curve for awk is low. And I still write aux scripts. Um, and it's just a lot of fun when you're parsing uh, a complicated text file uh, to, to pull out again. Um, yeah, I just have really great strong memories of, of uh, my dash scripting days, so. I love it. Most people don't bring in a software, <clears throat> although I think I've had somebody say Oregon Trail. And we all remember those days. But, <laughs> sure, with the with the five and a half, five and a quarter inch floppy. Those yeah, but, those were good days. Yeah. So I appreciate the soft the software call out on that. Dylan, it was great having you on. Super excited to get your episode out there. Everyone, keep checking us out, CyberPro Podcast. Thanks again. Thanks, Rick. You did it. You made it to the end. Thanks for watching the CyberPro Podcast. Check us out for more content.